Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station F104 Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock I'm now joined on the phone by Connor Adams from All Twins hello how are you hello good I am good yeah thank you very much for joining me not at all thanks for having me so we've just played your new single Hope It Don't yep tell me a little bit about it Um. well what's to say um, we recorded it I think God, um, September maybe okay. October yeah um and I don't know, yeah, it's just, it was, it was, it was a riff, I think, um, Lara had, and two of us kind of were kicking it around, even in the summer, and it felt real kind of Bruce Springsteen kind of vibes. Yeah. So we kind of leaned into that when we were recording it. And the words then, I, it's like there's, yeah, the lyrics, if you listen to the lyrics now, they're very kind of, um, what's the word, kind of uh, premonition, like kind mm. of predicting uh, strange <laughs> times yeah. like these. But um that's if only you kind told of, the rest of us. <laughs> sorry? If only you told the rest of us. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, if only I'd listened to myself. True. But, <laughs> I think the thing is I'm, I'm always writing songs that are kind of have, you know, kind of apocalyptic themes. Interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was bound to be kind of somewhat right at some stage. <laughs> and I've noticed actually when I was having a, a Google that videos of it have come up from Wheelands and things like that. Was it always meant to be a single? Um, the, sorry, the song? Yeah, the song. Was it, yeah, I think, well, we never really, whenever we're writing songs, we never kind of think that stuff is going to be a single or whatever. Yeah. But I think when we finished it, we were kind of like, oh, this is cool, let's get this out. And because we're doing kind of an EP or, well, we're not even sure what it is. We're recording other stuff. Mm. But, um, that was the first one to finish. Um, it just felt good, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if it's your classic necessarily single. It's not your, you know super shiny pop radio thing but uh, yeah. yeah but I don't know if it is anymore because I think so many artists are trying different things and not even trying different things but kind of just doing what they want to do and people are yeah. just accepting it yeah which is great I love that like I, like you know and it should be you know yeah music should be diverse and <laughs> you don't want to follow a mould you know yeah. kind of that kills the creativity I think and you have worked with people like James Vincent McMurray and stuff in the past. Do you enjoy mm. that? Do you enjoy collabing with people? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked with James and worked with Sarka Richardson and, um, yeah, loads of different people. But, uh, yeah, love it. Basically, yeah. just making music is the dream. <laughs> so, so, you know, if there's more people involved, sometimes it can be harder with more people involved, you know, True. because there's more opinions and there's more... 
um, stuff like that. But then again, you can get through problems easier as well, you know. If one person gets stuck, the other person takes up the reins. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, swings and roundabouts is pros and cons, I guess. And you guys have been working together quite a long time. Is there anything you've learned about each other in recent times? Um, I don't know. Give each other space. I think we've learned yeah. to give each other space. That's probably the main lesson. <laughs> we don't hassle each other or anymore. You know, we need to do things yes. quickly. Or, you know, yeah. if, there's, if there's resistance, it's usually <laughs> we there's a reason. And then so we kind of trust the other one to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to give yourselves the time to to feel it out. Because I suppose exactly, yeah. when you're working together so closely, and one person's like, "Oh, this is totally it," and then the other one's like, mm, "Then it can get a bit maybe frustrating for one person." Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've learned to kind of you know if if there's resistance on one thing from either of us, we mm-hmm. kind of go, "Okay, let's let's just move in a different direction," and uh, yeah, that works. And before this, you'd released Divine, which is also a newish single for you guys. Yeah. Are these going to go on a new album or is there more music in the works? Um, yeah, good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of working towards, yeah, there was another three, four songs that mm-hmm. are nearly done. Um, so that would have made six, around five or six songs. So... Um, we weren't sure whether that was kind of an EP or an album okay. or we're still not really. But um, I suppose with all the COVID stuff that's going on, yeah. put a <laughs> ground ground it to oh, a halt. Jeffers, yeah, mm. for everybody. So I think now though it's starting to things are very well. My brain is starting to thaw a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think we're gonna start working again on that remotely. Well, we have been a little bit, but yeah, that's the idea. And when you're putting together an EP or an album, what's the most important thing for you? Um, I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard. Like we've we did two albums now, and they were both mm-hmm. done in very different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first album we did, it was just recorded in different studios, different producers. It was you know. Yeah. Uh, um, in different countries. <laughs> was so that because you were trying to feel things out a little bit or? Yeah, no, totally. We mm-hmm. were just, we were trying different producers for different kind of songs feels, and different yeah. feels. And and then, um, then we got one guy to kind of mix a lot of it. So it kind of reined it into, you know, a team. Common, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like it, it was one thing, mm-hmm. um, which is important. But then the second album we did then with James in Concert Hall in Dublin, in a room and we just and between that and another studio on the canal so it was very much one period of time you know two months in out done you know yeah so it was a different experience that was all done in one kind of area um and now this third one i suppose if it is an album or any whatever it is it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's a new thing again because now <laughs> it's kind of starting to be done remotely <laughs> so yes, is this the thing uh, yeah, so I don't know. In terms of what's the most important thing, I don't know. I suppose that there's some sort of consistency or flow. You know, yeah. an album needs to, when you put it on, you know, if you go for a walk or if you're on a bus or a train or your car or whatever, if you put it from start to finish, it should feel like, you know, um, a body of work, like a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get you don't get a World War Two film and then halfway through aliens are like jumping out of things. And, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah, wouldn't jarring and... But then again, you never know. You could get a film like that. So would you be an album listener rather than a single listener? 
Uh, I, I definitely used to be an album listener. Mm. I suppose I am. Like if I'm, yeah. Say I, I always think the best example is a barbecue or something. <laughs> if you're at a barbecue, I'll like I'll throw on a playlist probably because you know there's different yeah. moods. But different. then if I'm if I'm on a journey somewhere, if I'm out for a run or something, I'll throw on an album. Yeah, I'd be the album kind of person as well because I kind of find even when you listen to it a couple of times, you find the songs that sound completely different than they did the first time around, and you find the ones you love more than another. Like I love that kind of process of going, "Oh no, I need to listen to that like many times," whereas not so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like that's that's the thing. That's where the real gold in an album is. It's not the singles. It's usually the weirder songs that you you not you don't really like at the start. You're kind of like, "Mm, okay. But then, yeah, the more, like, third, fourth time you listen to it. But I find then, now I kind of worry that with, you know, streaming and stuff, I don't know if people give, I'm definitely guilty of not giving albums as much of a chance as I Mm -hmm. used to. Mm. I think a lot of people are kind of like that. I think you're right, but in my car, I would love, (laughs) you know, a kind of a start to a finish thing. Yeah, oh, totally. And that's, yeah, that's the experience of an album. That's, that is the right way. Like, that's for me anyway. <laughs> I think that's that's the right way. If I do that, because I have a record player in the kitchen. So I, when I'm cooking, I always throw on the same album. Yeah. And then when you've bought it as well, you just, you invest more time into it. Good point. Yeah, I, actually, I never thought about that before. That's a good point. Mm. And what, like, yeah. yeah. No, I was just going to ask you about how, I suppose, with the different experiences you've had with the albums, what has been your favourite? Um, what's been my favourite experience? Yeah, the way that you had such different ones from working with loads of people to working with mainly one person. Was there yeah, either or you preferred over? I don't know, it's hard to say, because even in before All Twins, um, I was in a band called Cast of Cheers, and yeah. we did two albums as well, and they were done with one producer as well okay. so I've done really three or four albums like with just one person and then <clears throat> the first Altman's one the Higgly Piggly version I kind of liked because you know yeah it, yeah kept things fresh I suppose mm-hmm. I suppose you have different and views on different things all the time yeah, yeah totally and you're having different conversations with each producer I think we did kind of like roughly it was like two songs with five different producers so we kind of made up ten songs or six producers, 12 songs. So, Amazing. yeah, you're getting, you're just getting different and, you know, these are people who are in the industry for years and years yeah. and they all have mad stories and so it's funny, like, you find out mad stuff about other yeah, bands. Yeah, it'd be almost uh, like a, like a, I suppose, like a, a great atmosphere as well when you're getting all that as well added to it. It's kind of, I suppose, for sure. adding to the whole experience for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it kind of, do you know what, it puts you on your toes too because you're, you know, you only have, say, a week with this mm-hmm. new person that you don't know. So you have to get to know them for a second, but also it puts you kind of, you're playing songs in front of someone you don't really know or you're mm-hmm. getting to know, and there's no, you have to be kind of at your best or it puts you in a kind of a heightened space. Yeah. Whereas if you're kind of with the same producer for an, an extended period of time, maybe it gets a bit comfortable. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a good thing. Like, it's a good thing too, but also... Yeah, it mightn't kind of have you as much on edge. Yeah, I suppose for me, I'd probably prefer the person I know. But like that, yeah. if you're trying to get the best out of yourself, maybe yeah. having someone you don't know, you maybe try and impress them or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it could, yeah, it could be that case of, yeah, you're just, um, <laughs> you're trying to just be as 
the best you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And have you any collaborations that you would like to do? I suppose any wishes? Uh, <clears throat> collaborations that we'd like to do? Um, kind of open to anything, to be mm. honest. <laughs> yeah, there was, there's no... We don't really have a wish list or anything. Yeah. Um, you know. So anyone can approach you if, if they fancied. Yeah, we're open to open to suggestions. Amazing, <laughs> love that. So, how can people keep up to date with what you're up to? Um, well, our Instagram and our website. Um, yeah, like that's our Instagram, really, and Twitter, and mm-hmm. social media kind of stuff is where we kind of announce things or Amazing. you know throw up our thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Brilliant, love it. And also, they need to check out the brand new single, which is "Hope It Don't" as well. Absolutely, it's on all your lovely streaming services, and um, yeah. <laughs> Amazing! Thanks so much, Connor, for taking time out and chatting to me. Cheers! Thanks a million, Louise. Talk to you soon. Cool. <laughs> Thanks a million. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.